It's God. 
Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning. Good morning, Valacita. And JC. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, JC. Happy Wednesday to both of you. Happy can Wednesday, you, Can you um, uh, say a prayer for me today? I fell this morning and hurt the right side of my lower back. I'm in quite a bit of pain right now. Yes, we will definitely be praying for you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning, Valuable. It's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Pretty. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday to you. Good to hear your sound. Good too. Thank you so much. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey, have a great day. Thank you so much. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. 
Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Vivi. It's Didi. I just want to tell you I love you and thank you for loving me. You know what that means. I love you, sir. Happy Wednesday. Good morning and happy Wednesday to you. Love you, too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? And happy Wednesday. This is Joyce. Good morning, Joyce. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Felicita. This is JR. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, JR. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning, Valuable. Good morning, DV. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Restorator Rochelle. Happy Wednesday to you. Have a super blessed day, everyone. Thank you so much. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Lucille. Happy Wednesday. I didn't catch your name. Who is this? Lucille. Thank you. Happy Wednesday. Good morning and happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Good morning. Happy Wednesday, Sister Tracy. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday to you. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Hi, good morning. This is Sister Sylvia, and I just wanted to give a praise report. Uh, My daughter that was in the Dear Fatality is doing remarkably well, does so much better. We even went to the gym on Monday together. Oh, that Thank is amazing. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm so glad to hear that praise report. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning, Miss Leomia. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Mother Leomia. Happy Wednesday to you. Good to hear your sound. Thank you. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phone, unmute, and we'll begin the hosting. 
Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue calling in to join us for the remainder of March, where our monthly theme is entitled Identity. The declares will focus on the importance of discovering, embracing, and allowing the Holy Spirit to manifest our God-ordained identities in Christ. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have some prayer requests. The first one is from JC, and she's requesting prayer for her best friend. Her name is Vicki, and she's asking for prayer for healing in Vicki's body. Susie is asking for prayer. She fell this morning, and she hurt her back. So we're going to be praying for healing for Susie. And then Sylvia provided us with the awesome praise report, letting us know that her daughter is doing so well and recovering very well from the accident and even went to the gym. So praise the Lord for that. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. Declaration by Dion and closing comments hosted by the Declare. The scripture for today is from 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones in mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Tanya. Have a blessed day. Good morning, everybody. I just want to remind you, um, even though Valacita um, asked us to do so, I just want to remind you to please put your phones on mute until we come to the portion of the call where we're going to do corporate prayer together. And when we come to that point, I want to ask you to think about what you need from God. Not things, but how much you need him. Uh, During that time of corporate prayer, just remind God how much you need him and how much he means to you. 
Um, again, I hear a little bit of feedback, so if you could please just, just look down at your phones really quickly uh, and make sure that they're on mute. Father, we just want to thank you. Thank you for the invitation to come humbly but boldly before your throne of grace. Father, we want to thank you for life, health, and strength. We want to thank you, Lord Jesus, for protection and, and your provision and how faithful you are um, day by day that you give us what it is that we need. You even give us some of those things that we desire. Lord Jesus, we praise you for life, health, and strength. We praise you for our families and the ability to take care of them. We thank you for our children and um, the capacity that you give us to nurture them. God, we, we praise you for the jobs that we have to get, re that we are allowed to get ready for so we can minister and be a light. We lift up JC's friend, Vicki. Um, JC is praying for um, health in her body, Lord God. And we lift up our sister, Susie, who fell this morning. Uh, God, we thank you and praise you that um, you, your word says that you, you, you sent your word and you healed them. And your word also tells us that not only did you forgive us of our sins, but you healed us of all diseases. And so, Father, we thank you that healing is our right as your, as your children. Lord God, we lift up our children today. Um, they, they are not a, a burden. They are a blessing. Uh, we will not, as parents and grandparents and uncles and aunties, Father, we will not provoke them to anger and frustration because of our poor choices or drama. We we repent. We repent if we have. We we thank you that our children are a joy to us. Your word says, blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. And your word says to suffer the little children to come unto you and forbid them not. We cover them today in and out of school. We pray, God, that you will allow them to be focused and to be obedient. We lift up our government officials, every capacity, Lord Jesus. We, we pray for every official in office because you allowed it. You allowed them to be there for whatever the purpose is. No different than you allowed wicked and righteous leaders of Israel. We just thank you, Lord Jesus, for um, um, the wisdom uh, and the, the wise counsel that you give them and the way that you maneuver them uh, to get things done. We thank you, Lord God, that we understand in watching uh, and listening and seeing things unfold that you are soon to return. And there are certain things that have to be in place in order for prophecy to be fulfilled. But we thank you, God, just like you covered the children of Israel in the land of Goshen, God, that you cover your children, you cover us. So we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to run around in fear and, and panic mode because you are our shield. You are our buckler. You are our protection. Thank you that you are our way maker. Thank you for the warning that you, you gave um, to us to put our trust in you and not in men and not in systems. We lift up those this morning, God, that are grieving loved ones or they're grieving the loss of jobs or businesses and other types of things. Not that we put our confidence in things, um, but you allow us to have things, and sometimes we lose those things. So for those people who are grieving loss, whatever type it is, we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you comfort them 
in the way that only you know how to. As human beings, we try to offer comfort and, and support to people, but at the end of the day, we don't really know um, how to do that the way that you do. And so, Father, we lift them up before you and we thank you that you that you comfort them. We also lift up those that are sick and bed-bound, those that are in hospitals. Lord, I pray for my nephew that has been in the hospital for almost three weeks now. Uh, but we thank you, God, that his heart is encouraged. And we thank you that, that you are um, sending him to a place where the specialist can now take over. But really, the specialist is you. So as I lift him up, I lift up others that are sick and afflicted in their bodies, others that are Again, in long-term care facilities, those that are on hospice, those that are in their homes and they can't um, get around and they don't have the mobility, uh, even the cognitive um, uh, ability to be able to care for themselves the way that they once did. God, we, we lift them up. We pray for caretakers. Um, we pray for those that are uh, CN CNAs and LVNs and RNs and all of those medical professionals designed to help our friends and our relatives, God. Uh, we agree that you send your word and heal them because you forgave us of our sins and you healed us of all our diseases during the crucifixion process. God, we thank you that you did it all. You finished the work and we believe your word this morning. We agree that we are sanctified through thy word because your word is truth. We agree that when your word comes, it gives light. It's like a lamp to our feet and a light to our pathway. You enlighten us. So we thank you for the light that you shine on us so that we don't walk around in darkness. We don't walk around confused. Um, we, If we ask God, you'll give us the answer. So I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you enlighten us as you give us insight and foresight. We agree with you over the plan that you have for our lives. Father, we will not fight you anymore. We submit our wills to you and we resist the enemy and he flees. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the plan that you have over our lives. It's a wonderful plan. It's a perfect plan. It's a great plan. And we thank you that we say yes to whatever that plan is. You didn't give us uh, to be like uh, mimics and duplicates of other people. We have unique gifts and responsibilities that you've given to us. And Father, we will nurture those gifts. We will cherish those gifts. We will cultivate and nurture those gifts. And thank you that you chose us for those particular assignments, whatever they are. We thank you for the courage. We thank you for the capacity, the bandwidth, the stamina, whatever is needed, the resources, whatever is needed to carry out that assignment. And as we prepare to go into corporate prayer, I thank you, Lord, that we cry out to you this morning, telling you how much we need you, how much we love you as we take our phones off mute and we begin to pray together corporately. Father, we need you as never before. We need you like the desert needs the rain. We need you in our lives. We need your direction. We need your wisdom, God. We need your understanding. We need clarity this morning, Whether we should go left or right, whether we should stand or God, we need you as never before. We need you in our lives. We need you in our homes, God. 
uh, as my grandmother would say, truly, it is a blessing to be in the company of the saints this morning. I praise God for each and every one of you, and I'm excited this morning. I love when uh, Holy Spirit gives me fresh download that we have rhema word for the now, rhema word for this season, and I am um, just appreciative to uh, be found with a reasonable portion of my health and my strength. Hallelujah. Glory to God this morning. I'm thankful that um, he found favor with me and just gave me an opportunity to have access to an additional calendar day that I might operate as the sent one this morning. I thank God for uh, it being another wait while we wait Wednesday. Today, of course, is the day that we have specifically set aside for fasting and for prayer. As always, I extend the invitation to all those that are willing to accept it um, with a heart and a mind to submit your will, the seat of your will, your emotions, your mind, your thoughts to the things of kingdom living and kingdom building. We are all literally on kingdom assignment when we say yes to his will and to his way. So I pray this morning that you find it in your heart to push back your plate or sacrifice a thing um, in an effort to gain clarity, in an effort to gain understanding. The word declares in all thy getting to get an understanding. There is a word from the Lord this morning. Um, he painted a very, very vivid picture for me um, as I prepared throughout the wee hours of the night and um, just kind of toiled with what it was that God wanted to share this morning. And so hopefully if you are in a position to, you have access to a pen and paper, um, I'm going to give a contextual chapter. Um, there'll be a, a little bit of a heavy reading early on and then thereafter you'll get rapid fire scriptures because I want to give you word context, not just my opinion. Amen. Um so this morning's topic we have been consistently talking about identity, Gloria, on Monday. Um Lady Lavina, uh Prophetess Lavina Edwards on yesterday and now here I am, and I, I assure you that if you go with me, even though I'll take you on a journey, it's all a process, but uh, I promise you we are going somewhere. Um, thank you, Valuable Valacita, for doing what you always do so gracefully. Thank you, Sissy, for um, leading us and directing us in prayer. Sylvia, I got your text message, just FYI. Um, I am, as as God is enlightening me um, further as it relates to identity, I love that um, last year in October, he gave me the order, the structure, the system um, for how we would enter this year. And in just 48 hours, the first quarter of the year will be ending, uh, just 48 hours. and um, if you do the, the yourself a proud and, and just look back over the last, uh, I guess, 88 days and kind of contemplate 
where you started on January 1st, which seems like literally probably just an hour ago, (laughs) if not an hour ago, maybe a week ago. But I mean, this year is scooting by swiftly. Um, The world is is changing progressively. Um, Bills are being passed under our noses. There are things that have garnered our attention through media and social media and through our ear gates, our eye gates, our sensory perceptive systems um, that interject the idea of what identity actually houses. And if I were to give um, today's share a theme or a title, um, I would call it sense identity. It it amazes me how when Holy Spirit uh, gives us something, uh, Tanya's prayer aligns almost fully with what it is that I have to share this morning. And I'm going to give it to you how God gave it to me, but I want to start with a little bit of context, um, and then we'll get into scripture and the share. On May 11, 1988, a young lady was born. Um, her, Her mother named her Angela Renee White. Angela Renee White, to some of you, this may be extremely foreign, especially to our more seasoned saints, but I want to bring attention to a major shift in the life of a sense identity. Uh, Angela Renee White uh, would later be known to those whom she's called to influence with an excess of 17, 18 million followers, according to Instagram. Uh, We call her Black China, Black China. Now, for the super, super saints, um, and and I probably could have been considered one of them because I didn't know the little girl existed um, until a, probably a few months ago uh, when her mother, who uh, we call Tokyo Tony, uh, <laughs> began to, on social media, express her fear and anxiety concerning her daughter um, with allegations of the Illuminati being the source of her power, the source of her influence. And for those of you or those of us that are conspirators, um, I concur, uh, but my opinion is irrelevant. On last Friday, Angela White uh, declared that she had surrendered and submitted her life to Christ, even going as far as to publicly renounce and come out of agreement with the oath and or the covenant that many people think does not exist in the material world or uh, Hollywood or um, the the underbelly of entertainment in and of itself, her influence um, has yielded 
major backlash concerning her surrender or submission to uh, this Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is able to take anything and anyone and convert it to its original state, to uh, cause them to disagree with the perverted idea of their identity. I'm talking about a sense identity. This young lady uh, has made declarations both in social media and with her own mouth being documented even on KRON from one news station to the next, uh, talking about her journey and her cheek implants being dissolved and her breast implants being reduced and her um, behind injections uh, being reversed to the degree that she is headed back to uh, the unbent state. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I shared about perversion and what that houses. Well, Angela has made a decision that she no longer wants to operate from that place. She's decided to operate as the sent one that she was from uh, the foundation of the earth. Let me give you a couple of definitions. So in our culture, in our time, the word influencer is highly sought after. One who exerts influence, a person who inspires or guides the action of others. A quick question as I continue, if in fact uh, someone were to be influenced by you, what would you be influencing them to do? That's a question to sit with, right? In our world, we live in a culture where desensitization is normalized. It is regulated. It is um, interjected in every area, in every different realm. And that word in and of itself is um, the psychology of it is a treatment or a process that diminishes emotional responsiveness to a negative adverse or positive stimuli after repeated exposure to it. Unfortunately, uh, as um, since identity, we are often influenced by things that carry the weight or um, the stigma of the world and the world's Systems. I want you to be real mindful this morning that we all have what's called a sensory perceptor system or a sensory perceptive system. A sensory system is a complex neutral network of pathways that rely on information about external environments between the brain and the body, right? So sensory receptors pick up data about external stimuli, and they transmit that information as electrical signals to the spine and to the brain. What are you talking about, Dion? We're talking about your vision or your sight, your hearing or sound, your taste or your appetite, your smell or aroma. We're talking about the things that influence our day-to-day -day living. 
influence, the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something, or the effect itself. We're talking about identity being sent. Sent identity. Now, as I began to go through all these uh, different definitions and um, started to identify that uh, uh, the majority of the time, unfortunately, um, some things we cannot prevent. Let me give you uh, one last definition. Sensory uh, perceptual alteration can be defined when there is a change in a pattern of sensory stimuli, followed by an abnormal response to such stimuli. Such perception can be increased or decreased, distorted or contorted by a patient's hearing, vision, touch, sensation, smell, or kinesthetic response to stimuli. All of us, on a regular basis, on a day-to-day basis. I, I get up every morning and um, when I get up, I, I light my candle because I enjoy fragrance. I enjoy atmosphere. You'll come into uh, uh, where I spend the majority of my time and usually I have a blue light or a yellow light or a fair orange light. I make sure most of the time that I have um, soaking music playing in the background because I like to monitor my atmosphere. What I notice is that uh, when I alter what it is that I listen to, when I alter, uh, if I walk into a room and the fragrance is foul, and if you knew how my gifts operate, uh, my nose is so sensitive that in most cases, um, I can be completely thrown off by um, a, a poor fragrance or uh, in some senses, uh, foul smell. Sometimes other people smell it. Most times they don't. But I've learned how to guard my sensory perceptive system in an effort to stay uh, in the place of sense identity. I've learned that uh, there are certain songs I just don't listen to uh, because in some cases, it'll throw me back 20 years. It'll cause me to ponder or consider uh, 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 the, the hood me. It'll cause me to move in the vein of uh, the historical Dion, the one who did not understand that I was sent here. Uh, there are things that happen in our environment because our world, our culture, our communities are extremely carnal. Everything is operated from a place of an influencer or having been influenced. It is your responsibility as a believer to guard all of that, right? So let me get my glasses, lest I not be able to read these scriptures. Now, I began talking about this young lady uh, because uh, little did she know, hallelujah, uh, according to Psalms 139, 13, 14 and, and a bit of 15, she from the foundation of the earth was sent to go through 
everything that she went through, she, from a scent, before she ever left her mother's womb, her responsibility in the earth was to convert an influence. Uh, she was given to the world for a season in an effort to garner a generation's attention with regard to what the world system looks like so that publicly uh, God could get glory out of our life. See, a lot of times we don't understand as sense identity that every single thing that we've ever gone through has been necessary. It's not only been necessary, but it's useful in its time, right? So as a tree develops, we know that for many trees, it takes four, five, six years for a tree to mature. Uh, such are people and their process, even as they influence. It's your responsibility to know your role. It's your responsibility to uh, respect the process, no matter what that looks like. Now, you got to know that this young lady has uh, had an OnlyFans page. She's spent a whole bunch of time being labeled as a, a what we would associate with prostitution and all kinds of stuff, kind of like a Rahab or a woman at the well with the five husbands, all those different things, very publicly. So so I, I want to say this to somebody that's lived their life in such a way that you know you have influenced someone perhaps at some season in your life, I know I did, uh, in the wrong direction. See, the, the thing about the redemptive God that we serve, everything that he did over 2,000 years ago uh, to step down in humanity and give demonstration and credence to being the sent one, to being a sent identity, to being uh, the one who was sheltered from all of the carnality of the world and the culture of his time, the culture of his generation. Uh, he was protected. He was guarded. He didn't show back up until it was time for him to be what he was sent here for. Uh, let's go, let's go to the word. Let's go to the word. Let's go to the word. Um, uh, 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 hallelujah. Um, Oh shoot! Hold on, y'all. One okay. So this First Corinthians. I'm sorry, y'all. First Corinthians, uh, two and thirty-three. And I, I may be wrong. I'll go back because I I just screenshotted it. But I want to read it to you. It says, "A tree is known by its fruit. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad." For the tree is known by its fruit. Then it goes on in 34 to say, you brood of vipers. How can you speak good when you are evil? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. The good person out of the good treasures brings forth good. And the evil person out of his evil treasures bring forth evil. I tell you, on the day of judgment, People will give an account, listen, for every careless word they speak. For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. Amen. Um, as, I, as I continue to go through all these different words that God was giving me, that's 1 Corinthians, I'm sorry, 1533, 1533. 
So uh, 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. We're talking about a scent identity. Proverbs 18 and 24, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend, hallelujah, who sticks closer than a brother. That's Proverbs, the 18th chapter, the 24th verse. I promise I'm going to bring all this stuff together. I kid you not. Just hold on. Go with your girl. Right? So, um, Proverbs 4 and 23, which is a, a very familiar passage of scripture, we say it a lot in passing. It says, more than anything, guard, protect your mind, for life flows from it. So guard your heart with all of your diligence, for all of it are the issues of life. Well, what you start to discover as you journey toward your scent identity, uh, the thing that you were purposed for the world for, the thing that God called you out of darkness to accomplish. See, he called this little baby out of darkness because of the nations that she's called to. Do y'all know that her uh, uh, exposure to ratchet living and ratchet life, her desire for the things of the world drug her into a horrible pit that God would get the glory? Do you realize that every single trick she may have turned, every OnlyFans page, uh, a moment of seduction and degrading moments, do you realize that God is getting the glory on today? Now, somebody might not get it. You might miss it. You might think uh, that she shouldn't have. Listen, keep your judgmental thoughts to yourself. I don't want to hear nothing about it. I'm so proud of that little girl, and the best is yet to come for her. Now, listen, uh, uh, this word got good to me. God, I love your word. Hallelujah. I love your word. Go with me to Proverbs, the 23rd chapter, and we're going to read a little bit because I, I want this is game, y'all. I need you to get it. We have a sense identity, right? So now look how God gives us wise counsel. He is, uh, uh, he is the one that gives us the dictate, the mandate for how we are to operate as believers in an effort to ensure that our scent identity is not perverted. Now, again, this is game, y'all. Keep listening. If you take that word perverted and you start to use it to balance your life, I'm telling you, it'll change some stuff up. It is straight game. So let's start at one. It says, when you sit down to eat with a ruler, observe carefully what is before you and put a knife to your throat if you are given to appetite. Remember we talked about sensory perceptors, your taste your touch, your sight, your smell, those four things are the things that govern how we respond to culture, right? It says, don't desire the delicacies, for they are deceptive foods. That means everything you, everything that glitter ain't gold, in other words, right? It says, do not toil to acquire wealth. That means quit trying to hustle. Get off the grind. Anything ground is dashed to smithereens. That means by the time it's all over, it gets sanded down to nothing. You start looking up words and regulating what you say and what you agree with because culture says that sounds good. When your eyes light on it, oh, 
yeah, when you're overweight. Do not toil to acquire wealth. Be discerning enough to desist. That means you reject the things that you think you see that influence you. We're talking about a sense identity. When your eyes light on it, it is gone, for suddenly it sprouts wings, flying like an eagle toward heaven. That means the things that we think we want, the things that we think we need based on our visualization of a thing, right? The the word also declares that God will give you the desires of your heart. When you find yourself centered in him, he then places desires for you to focus on that glorify him. And you know when something agrees with God and when it does not. Okay, so then it says in six, do not eat the bread of man who is stingy. Listen, keep stingy people away from me. If you're stingy, beat it. I want to have nothing to do with your nasty heart because stingy has nothing to do with money. It is a posture, right? It says don't desire his delicacies. Listen, the stingy joker will give you something and then want it back. Get away from me, honey. No, I don't want to be bothered. Not at all, right? (laughs) I love this word, y'all. I'm sorry. I get really, really excited. For he is like who is inwardly calculating. That means that's manipulation, right? That's manipulation on deck. Uh, Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. That means he got a whole nother agenda. You heard me say manipulation. You will vomit up the morsels that you have eaten and waste your pleasant words. That means a stingy person. Now, there's a difference between stingy and frugal or stingy and financially responsible. I'm talking about somebody that every time you hear their voice, they talking about money, it's a problem. Honey, get away from me. My father owns all this. I can have whatever I want at any time. We're talking about sense identity, right? It says, don't speak in the hearing of a fool, for he will uh, despise the good sense of your word. So when, when I run into idiots, when I run into people that are borderline slow, that argue with the truth, listen, that's okay. You move around however you like to. I'm going to keep doing this. It says, don't move an ancient landmark or enter the field of the fatherless. So an ancient landmark is something historical. This is in relation to fools. Unfortunately, in, in most of our church culture, we're not talking about kingdom culture, there is a, a whole history of what their forefathers taught them, that their forefathers taught them, tell me no harm, but concerning moving forward, some things are ancient landmarks to their hearts. They can't even move past it because it's all they've been exposed to. We talked about sensory perceptors. We talked about influence. And unfortunately for those of us that grew up in old, old school, traditional, legalistic, religiosity church, some of us have landmarks that it takes quite a, a long time. And I'm, I'm just talking about from my experience to move past the history of what we've been exposed to, right? For the Redeemer is strong. He will plead their cause against you. Apply your heart to instruction. Listen, guard your heart with all of your diligence. Apply your heart to instruction 
and your ear, your sensory perceptors, to the word of knowledge. Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. Honey, beat him. They won't die. They'll be all right. But if you don't, you're going to be mad at yourself. If you strike him with a rod, you will save his soul from Sheol or hell or the enemy, what have you. My son, if your heart is wise, my heart too will be glad. My inmost being will exude when your lips speak what is right. We talked about sensory perceptors, taste, touch, sight, smell, right? Let not your heart envy sinners. You know how sometimes you be coveting what you think somebody got? You're you looking at somebody because of their influence. You're looking at somebody because of their platform. You're looking at somebody because of their stage and assuming, uh, well, why, how come they get to do X, Y, and Z, right? Continue in the fear of the Lord all the day. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Surely there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. In other words, wait your turn. We're talking about a sense identity. Hear my son and be wise and direct your heart in the way, in the way, right? So when we talk about the way, we're talking about the kingdom way. We're talking about the way that benefits not just you, but everything, the sphere of influence that you travel in, right? Um, I'm going to skip down to 26. It says, my son, give your heart, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways, sensory perceptors. For a prostitute is a deep pit, an adulteress a narrow well. She lies in wait like a robber and increases the traitors among mankind. So in other words, this word says if you will commit adultery, you will too become a traitor. That's heavy. That, that's, that's heavy. And we're not just talking about adulteress in marriage. We're talking about um, having, he calls us. Uh, for, for those of us that operate outside of our sin identity, he, he says that we have adulterous ways. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has strife? Who has complaining? Who has wounds without a cause? Who has redness of eyes? Those who carry long over wine. So we're talking about uh, 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 the folks those of us that, that are, are considered drunkards, those of us that spend a whole bunch of time under the influence of something, um, sometimes uh, uh, being under the influence of a thing is not necessarily alcohol. It could be those pills uh, that you excuse yourself for taking because you got back pain or knee pain or leg pain, and before you know it, you are addicted to those things. We're talking about uh, those of our, our children or this generation that is dying from fentanyl overdose, right? So it says uh, in 33, your eyes will see strange things and your heart utter perverse things. See now, y'all remember two weeks ago, I talked about perversion, right? When he started to reveal to me that 90% of the time, even this young lady, uh, Miss Angela, Angela had perverted her whole body. I remember as the, the Grammys went forward, she had on this black, she looked like a whole, 
I don't know if it was like a roach or a fly. I don't know what she looked like, but that baby looked so distorted. It was confused. I was like, what is going on? And I didn't know who she was. I had no idea. But isn't it amazing? Something happened. Something influenced her thought process. Something pulled her out of a horrible pit. Something brought her back to reality. Something caught her attention. Something jolted her from one place to the next, right? And it, and it happened suddenly. Like, it, it's like she just woke up and was like, ah, this is, I can't do I can't do this another day. Anybody on the line ever had one of those moments that, that was one of those jolting moments that even your appetite started to change? Man, I don't, I don't want to go there anymore because you have a sense identity. The word says this, none can come lest they be drawn. If he doesn't draw you out, you stay in, you stuck. You pretty much live there, right? It, it is, it's a matter of the heart. It's a condition of the heart. Heart, the soul, the spirit, the mind knows uh, where it belongs. The problem is the things that we allow to come in that influence our thought process in this season. Uh, let me give you a Holy Ghost warning. Guard your heart with all of your diligence. Pay attention to what you take in. The things you take in should not make you fearful. They should make you aware. The things you take in should not cause you to run from God, but to God. The things that you've experienced that the world would call damned or duped, uh, those are the things that God is going to use to restore someone else's life because you are a sent identity. Uh, let me Let me go into this. Now, this is going to be rapid fire. You can look it up or write it down or go listen to the playback. It's completely up to you. Uh, but but let, me, let me give you these, these scriptures because I need you to get that you were sent here. Your identity is rooted in your sin. Your identity is grounded in the instruction that you were given from the foundation of the earth. Your identity is rooted in your purpose. Until you get to that, you have allowed the influence of the world, you have allowed your sensory perceptors to manipulate you into places that you should have just visited for information's sake, places that you should have visited for uh, an idea of what not to do, but instead you got stuck. So let's start here, Matthew 10 and 40. He who receives you receives me. And he who receives me receives him who sent me. In other words, uh, th this is Jesus speaking, saying, uh, I, I came to be about my father's business. I am from he who sent me. Uh, I need you to know that God sent Jesus and Jesus sent you. Uh, Mark 9 and 37, whoever receives one child like this in my name receives me. And whoever receives me uh, does not receive, or whoever does not receive me but him who sent me. So we are always sent of the Father through the Son. It is our responsibility to understand, to recognize, and identify exactly what we are sent for. My job is not your job. Your job is not Tanya's job. Tanya's job is not Sabrina's job. Sabrina's job is not Didi's job. Each and every one of us, Didi is sent to that school to nurture those little babies. Didi is sent to make sure her mother is covered and 
housed and protected. She is there to serve Maddie, right? All of us have a very specific assignment. John 13 and 20. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who receives whomever I send receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. He says it over and over and over and over and over. Luke 10, 16, the one who listens to you listens to me, and the one who rejects you rejects me, and he who rejects me rejects the one who sent me. He says it over and over. You have a sent idea. Identity. Your life is purposeful. Everything about you, every broken place, every hard time, every disappointment, every frustration, every assumed failure, everything that influenced you in history uh, was sent to guide you into being full of identity, full of purpose, full of recognition that you are and you are beautifully and wonderfully made, that nothing disqualifies, disqualifies you, nothing counts you out. Nothing dismisses you from purpose and uh, a specific use and poignancy. Nothing diminishes your value. Nothing decreases your worth. Every single thing about you is sent. Uh, John 5 and 23, so that all will honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Now, if the Father sent him and then he sent you, there's a level of honor that you'll operate in once you alleviate every perverted idea that you have of yourself. Your influence in your sphere is necessary. Guard your heart with all of your diligence for out of are the issues of life, the things that you've subjected to are not coincidental. They're not uh, out of sync. They are in time uh, specifically cut out for this dispensation. This is a season where people are coming out and walking into places of identity deliberately, uh, intentionally, with the mind to understand that they were sent here, period. You were sent here. That even the, the dead things, the things that you thought would kill you, the things that you thought would destroy you, the things that you still have the unmitigated gall to be shame about, to be embarrassed about, the things that he forgave on Calvary, the things that uh, uh, were purchased by the blood that he shed, the things that were uh, uh, completely capsized and its effect because of your yes, Right? John 5 and 30 says, I can do nothing on my own initiative. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just because I don't seek my own will, but the will of him who sent me. I don't, I don't care what you do. You can go fly a kite naked. That's your business. That has nothing to do with what I'm sent for. I don't have anywhere to put you. I don't have a place to send you. At the end of the day, your entire life is dedicated to what you were sent to even if you don't get it. He gives us day after day after day to snap out of it. And nobody can snap out of it until it's time. That's the cold part, right? John 6 and 39, this is the will of him who sent me, that of all that he has given me, I lose nothing. 
but raise it up on the last day. That means that all that he went through, everything that he experienced, all that he suffered, all that he toiled, literally was all done for us in an effort to ensure that we recognize that we have a sense identity, that we didn't just happen here. We didn't just accidentally show up. Nothing you've experienced was coincidental. Every single thing that you've ever been through was sent here for such a time as this. Men are only sent for the times in which they are necessary, right? John 8 and 26, I have many things to speak and to judge concerning you, but he who sent me is true. And the things which I heard from him, these I speak to the world. Listen, he came to tell us so that we could tell them. (laughs) Doesn't matter what you went through, if you recognize that you've been redeemed, if you understand that everything that has happened to you, everything that you've experienced was not only needful and necessary for this time, right? So the enemy's job is to keep you in guilt, to keep you in shame, to keep you in covenant with things that no longer serve you. His responsibility is to keep you tied to your history so that you don't recognize the destiny moments. His goal is to keep you distracted with the media. His goal is to keep you consumed with what you don't have as opposed to the gratitude and they enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise that you should be operating from, right? It, it, it is so important that you understand that your life is valuable and you are sent here. You didn't just happen up on the earth. It is not a waste of time. You haven't blown anything. You may have experienced some things that you would rather have not. You may have gone through some things that may not have had anything to do with you, but the Lord allowed you to experience them because he knew that one day you'd understand that you have a sense, identity, and that that experience wasn't just for you. It became a testimony, and they overcome. By the blood of the Lamb and the words of their testimonies, there are some of you that walk around silent and shame, some of you that walk around in guilt and humiliation based on your history. I I need you to know that that's not something to be ashamed of. It's part of someone else's deliverance. But uh, we got to be careful because we don't want to be stingy. We got to be careful. We don't want to harbor the thing that God delivered us from and brought us out and took us through in an effort to get to somebody else's heart. See, somebody prayed for Angela White. Uh, Somebody got on their face. Somebody knew that her value was greater than a uh, only fans page. Somebody recognized that she might be on this album and that album talking about this situation and that situation concerning the world, but her purpose uh, was a sense identity. I want to ask you this morning, what are you holding yourself hostage to that you can't recognize that you were sent here? Right? What is it that you're eyes, your ears, your mouth, and uh, and your your taste buds. What what is your appetite like? What are you craving in this season? What's on your mind more than anything? What is it? What what is it? What's holding you back from realizing? Uh, is it depression? Is it anxiety? How dare you rob the world because you are uh, experiencing what we call false humility? 
So you'll stay stuck in depression and anxiety when you want to feel sorry for yourself because this shouldn't happen. Or when you live from a place of comparison, you beat yourself up because you're not in this place or that place. Can you imagine how many little girls were looking at Black China wanting to be her and all the time she's trying to figure out how she can get out of her skin? <laughs> Listen, we, we consume ourselves and worry ourselves with things that don't matter when, in fact, you are sent. My prayer for you today, as I come to a close, is that you would begin to ask God, what am I sent here for? Because surely, not my word, that's according to the word, he sent you here. What are you sent to do? I'm doing what I'm sent here to do. I'm going to snatch them out by hook, rook, or crook, by force or by fire. Uh, we go where we got to go to get them out. It, it looks how it got to look for it to shift for somebody's life. It is your responsibility to know what you're sent here for. For some of you, it's to show kindness. For others of you, you got the gift of giving. Then there are some that are evangelists and uh, uh, prophets, and some of, some of you are hiding your gifting because you don't feel like you're worthy. You don't feel like you're qualified. You feel like everything that you've done historically disqualified you. Listen, honey, if this little baby can, man, listen, you'd have to know the history. I had to read up on her. She was gangster with it. She wasn't doing no plan. She was going to get all the bags. However, she needed to get them. I listen. I'm from, yeah, I'm from Richmond. I get it. <laughs> I just thank God that my history did not define my destiny. That every single thing that I've experienced uh, was needful and necessary for this time. There are conversations that I can have with young women, with young men, with uh, people that live a perverted lifestyle that you just can't have. I don't have time to apologize for yesterday. Oh well. You have nowhere to put me. I thank God for every broken place in my life. I thank God for every experience because it brought me to here. I recognize that I'm sent. I recognize that my life is created to build. What were you sent here to do and what's stopping you? What perverted lie have you told yourself to disqualify you from being instrumental in someone else's life transformation? That being said, I pray that something that I said encouraged you. I pray that something that I said blessed you, empowered you, enriched your thought process. Guard your heart with all of your diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Make sure you guard your words because you'll be judged by all of them. Make sure you don't allow any and everything, the things that you can't handle, don't take them in. The things that you know you're not capable of moving past without falling into a historical pit. If you know you smoke crack, sitting up in the crack house talking about some who you're going to save is slow. You probably need some medicine, real talk. Right? If you know you are an alcoholic, to go sit up at Cheers would just not be beneficial for you or anybody else, even if you call yourself going to wing them to Christ. By the time it's over, you're going to be drunk, and then we're going to be looking at you um, in the drunk caring section of the airport getting thrown off the plane, as my grandmother would say. <laughs> so um, with that said, there may be somebody I'm sorry, that joined the call a little bit late. You didn't have an opportunity to say good morning. I'm going to give um, the new people an opportunity. Maybe this is the first time you've ever called in. Uh, you didn't have an opportunity to say good morning. Maybe this is the first time you've ever said something. You may have been on the call for several months. 
but I want to give you an opportunity first, and right after that, we'll give the gents an opportunity to say good morning. Is there anyone on the line that is new, or maybe this is your first time speaking? Nobody wants to be first, I know. All right, I'll come back to it. Any fellas that want to say good morning? Guys? What up? What up, guys? Great declaration. <laughs> Gracias. Right. <laughs> hey, man, anybody else? Anybody else? That's my brother right there. Y'all, y'all, y'all. What it do? Any other fellas? Where JR at? Don't be trying to get quiet because I was on your head. That's fine. Whatever. All right. Anybody that uh, anybody else that has a desire to say good morning that uh, did not, I'll just I'll leave the door open. Good morning. Hey, sunshine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Diane. Great declaration. Hey, Lady Di. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is dedicated to me. Hey, dedicated Denise. Hey, Ju. Good morning. Morning. Good morning, Diane. It's Miss B. Hey, Miss B. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, morning. it's Cherry Krishanda. Hey, God bless you. I heard a little person. Who is that little person? Cameron. It's Cameron. Hi, baby. Good morning. God bless you back. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Anybody else? Juanita. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's persistent. Hey, persistent. Good morning. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Hey, Prosperous. Great morning. Good morning. This is Shirley. Hey, Shirley. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Dion. This is Jr. I wanted to. <laughs> Uh, say good morning earlier, but I was having some technical difficulty. So thank you. Good morning. Good morning, Jr. Hey, that 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 uh that word hit so hard, you'd be fumbling trying to get off mute, drop your phone, and do all that. I don't like you. How can how can you be a giver and be stingy? I love you too. Well, I want to make a comment on that later too. <laughs> All right, let's finish with these good mornings. And Jr., I'm gonna call. I'm gonna I'm hear your your stingy comment first. Amen. Anybody else want to say good morning before we move move further? Good morning. This is Monica. I want to get them scriptures, that Corinthian Proverbs scripture, when you get to uh, later. Amen. We, we'll do. I'll send it to you. Hey, Dean. Dee, love you, girl. I was fired. Hey, Dee. Good morning. Good morning, beautiful people. This me. Hey, Rufin. Delicious dishes, lady. Good morning. Uh, making the, uh, meatballs right now. <laughs> Seven o'clock in the morning. Good morning. Anybody else? 
Hey, good morning, Tasha. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, so this is Moxie. Good morning. That's Mox. Anybody else? Good morning. Awesome. Amen, Nina. Who else was that? Latoya, good morning. Hey, Toya, good morning, babe. Hey, are, we're we're gonna walk right into the love, life, and victory conversation. So before I go any further, uh, Jr. Jump on in before we before we move. Hey, good morning. Yeah. So morning. first of all, excellent declaration. Every time you uh, share, you drop so much heat. Like I have to hold back not to say preach preacher, right? And uh, and I just appreciate that. But really quick on the stingy comment i got first of all i need to um i need to uh know how to do the playback because i want to hear it again but when you were talking about the stingy thing like like i know that uh there's priorities uh i know about being a good steward uh i know about being prudent uh i know about uh budgeting. I know about all of that, right? But if I have some money and or, or, or something else that could help somebody else, but in this case money, right, and they're supposed to be my friend, like I'm going to like give it to them. I'm not going to say like, well, let me pray on it or let me do this or let me do that. If I and I've always been that way. If I have it and you're my real friend, I'm gonna give it to you. Case in point, I had a situation uh I have a situation and um my property taxes are due and I had mentioned it to somebody and I wasn't asked, I was just talking about what was going on with me and everything and they didn't even they didn't comment one way or the other. And I wasn't even looking for that, right? But then I told another friend, like, yeah, man, I'm starting to trip a little bit because I'm in between blessings. My property taxes are due and I don't have the money. And he was like, well, how much is it? And I told him, he said, don't worry about it. I got you. And then I'm, I, I'm like, I'm the same way. So I just appreciate it. Everything you say, you always bring the heat. I got to do the playback. And if I could sow seed every time you dropped it like that, I would be uh, making it rain on <laughs> I would make it rain <laughs> on you. I, <laughs> I, I appreciate you, Dion. And, you know, like I'm, I'm like God. Like I just, I just appreciate you. you get me? I'm all excited now. Thanks. Amen. God be praised. God be praised. God be praised. Good stuff. Thank you for sharing, Jr. It's always great when when the fellas share. Amen. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary? Give it to me. Hey, dear, share. I'm jumping on in because I got to take it back. Got to take it back. Uh, mm-hmm. When you talk about when I was talking about stingy, I was talking about that that heart of stinginess. I mm-hmm. you, I'm give, but I I get it. I get it. The encounter is real. I man, that I like the way that um 
um, when I looked at the story of Black China that she had got baptized almost a year ago. So she started her process a year ago, and we mm-hmm. know that the being baptized is just an outward appearance of what Absolutely. the inside has said. So she started the journey and kept with it and mm-hmm. and and brought us when her mind changed, her mindset mm-hmm. changed, her identity mm-hmm. went back. So that was good stuff. Um, great, great share. You always bring it to reality. You always, you know, step in there. Go, Archer, go. Go, Archer, go. Love you, sis. Amen. Love you more, babe. Thanks for sharing. And it's true. As soon as your mind changed, so does everything else. When you realize you were sent here, you stop tripping. You you don't, you don't even trip off property tax. You'd be like, oh, <laughs> God took care of it. But I'm, I'm telling you, stuff hey, starts to shift as soon as your thought process does. Hey, go ahead, baby. Hey, all I could hear while you were sharing was, I will bless the Lord. Because I think about that and Black China story and like, oh, wow, what you were sent here to do and the platform that she got put on for all of the naysayers and those, like you said, we got to be careful what we say about God's people because he called her out. And a lot of times we don't understand it because like all the stuff that we've done, it just wasn't on the same platform. That's all. We got to be a little bit more um, secret about our stuff or, you know what I mean? It wasn't as big because some of us were some black China too. Let's just keep it 100. But the fact that she's made it and I saw her new, like when you said she took, took the implants out, she started, well, Kay Michelle kind of started too, but so many young mm. women now because of that, they're getting this stuff out of them. That's, mm. that's a big thing. They're taking all that, them fillers and stuff out. And they are mm. also seeing what this God is that she's now been public about. So it was a good share, sis. I love you, and I will bless the Lord at all times because I know my raggedy self, and I say raggedy because I'm from Richmond. There's a lot of stuff that if y'all saw or knew, yep. Anyway, I'm going on mute. Thank you, sis. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Big deal. Okay, Michelle was walking around with a uh, with an IV pole. Literally. She couldn't go nowhere without IV behind uh, body alterations. It was a real thing. Amen. Come on. Hey, I just want to say, hey. like I said, I've loved that message on on being sent and what are you sent to because what what that message does, what you're doing, is it lets us know that we are purpose, period. We are purpose, and God has an intention with us. So, man, I absolutely um, love that. And with the Black China thing, you know, just to me, that's just a sign that, look, revival is breaking out for Man. real. God is pouring out his spirit all mm-hmm. over, including yeah. the places that you didn't think they would be, it was being poured out in. Gracia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you, bro. Good to hear your voice this morning. Real thing. It's a real thing. He is... He is bout about it in this season. He is doing a whole new thing, and he would like to do it with you because you, too, are a sent one. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. Oh, sorry. Hi, Lisa Bisa. It's okay. I heard Lisa and I heard somebody else. Who else? Me. Oh, go ahead, Lisa, because I know Lisa at work. Go ahead, Lisa. Me saying at work, you know, I'm doing different things now. I can go in a little bit later. Oh, you can, you can move around. <laughs> you free to move around. Well, a little bit differently. Yeah, a little bit differently. 
I need to get up and go though. <laughs> I um just wanted to piggyback off of what was just said because thinking about this, you know, all the time, awesome share, amazing share, so super um timely. And I think the the main thing for church people that's been in church for a whole long time. Y'all mm-hmm. put me on my heart a couple of weeks ago about the um Chris Rock young lady. Um, I can't pronounce the name right, the first part of it, but Blueface Girlfriend, the one to be beating up who, people, who girlfriend? people for no reason. Blueface. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Blueface. Christian Rock. <laughs> Christian Rock. I don't know Rock. who yeah, that is, child, whatever. Beautiful oh. girl, right? I think she got punched mm-hmm. and knocked the front tooth out, but she be punching folks and fighting and getting paid big money and do all this stuff. Beautiful young girl. And, and God, before I had seen that, he showed me why I seen that. She was out and um, saw her sister in the streets, told them to stop the car, and saw her sister, I believe her biological sister, and went over, said, stop the car, it's my sister, got out the car, went over to her sister, and her sister opened her arms. She went right into her sister's arms. Her sister started to pray, and she began to cry and weep. And I always remember, I think you said it a long time ago, and we said it way before when we first started to call, that is somebody's daughter, that is somebody's sister, that is somebody's mother, that is somebody's child. Look, they were created by God, and they may be a child of God, like coming into the kingdom or already in the kingdom and just went astray. We have no idea what the story is. Truth is, it doesn't matter. And so God had put it on my heart to be like, this rings true, again, for the church people. When we talk about the first shall be last, and we judging folks and looking at them like, oh, yeah, what y'all doing and all that stuff, just because of everything that they went in and went through and had to go through, now their platform is so much larger. They have the potential to reach so many more people now that they're truly converted. Right? Same thing yeah. Peter went through, right? And I'm not putting Peter on yeah. that level, but he said, after you've been converted, now go strengthen yeah. your brothers. Because he was with him at first, right? Yeah. But after he had to go through some things and deny him three times and go through what he went through and he had a true conversion, now you're ready to stand the test and go through the storms yeah. and be persecuted. Mm-hmm. Now go out and strengthen your brothers. Your reach mm-hmm. is going to be so much further now and it's going to be Listen. true. So now she's going to be able to reach these folks, right? All these people and even stand in persecution. So these are ones we really need to be praying for. I believe that that Christy young lady coming in too, I believe she is. I know her sister praying for her, but what about us as real Mm -hmm. believers? Are we praying that these people will come in? Not praying that they would be blessed and they mess. Not that mm-hmm. kind of prayer, but are they praying that their eyes of understanding would be open, that God would, would get to their heart, that like he did ours to the extent or even greater, but that God would help them find what they're looking for, which is him. Mm-hmm. They would find peace in their lives, right? Because mm-hmm. kingdom work needs to be done in Hollywood and in their fans only situation. She walked away from millions of dollars, but look yeah. at what she has ahead of her. My mm-hmm. God. The it's a real this thing. world cannot be compared to the glory that shall be revealed Yee! in us. All Come of on. It. <laughs> <laughs> it was necessary. It has to happen. Listen. It has to happen just like Listen. that. That's the part. Once yeah. you get that, that no matter what you've been through, listen, it was part yeah. of your course. Nobody else That's was built for it but you. <laughs> and he ain't sorry that it happened. It's good. 
Not at all. He actually see the end from the beginning. Listen, he already stuck in the middle of it, right where we at. (laughs) Yes, or looking backwards to where we've been, forgetting about where we at now, free and delivered and healed. (laughs) It's the truth. Can't enjoy the now. Thank you, truth. I I bet I love you more, and I like you. I know, and I like you too. I'm gonna get ready to work. All right. Go on, real fan. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. You know, hey. I um, I, I was I hey, I was excited to hear about her change, and like you said, when you change your mind, you change your look. She looks more peaceful now. And I was reading a story about her yesterday, and when she said, um, and you mentioned it in your um declaration, she said, um, God said to me, I didn't send you here for this. And yeah. so there was a comment, a, a comment, and he said, oh, well, God really said that to you. So he just came down and, and spoke that to you. And I just, and I hate to get into politics and all type of uh, stuff. And I, that's why I just stay to my food on Instagram or Facebook, because people always want to argue with you. And I just told, and I said to the, to the guy in the comment, I said, he absolutely did. I do believe he came down and told her she is, you know. Right. Um, yeah, because he does. He speaks to you. And if you're not he a believer... Does. And yeah, and so, um, and 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 so I believe he told her that, and I believe all that she's saying is is true. And I heard what her mother had said about her a few um a few months right. ago when she was at the war show. But um, so he was he was just so adamant about it. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna end my comment here because we're gonna be arguing again. If you're not a believer, and you you know you just think different, you won't believe that God actually told her that. The second sure. thing is, I hope that her her life. It's going to be an inspiration to young young girls. You oh, know, um, I hope and pray. And there's another influencer. She's done the same thing. She removed all the all the stuff and all the um, implants and all that too. And she said, she said, you know, um, God told her the same thing. She said she she says not for the money no more. And I know mm-hmm. my story is not as intense as you know Black China's, but I know for me back in 2009. They did have something to do with me getting in trouble too. But um, I remember uh, walking away, and I said, I, I said this before on the, um, on the call. I saw myself walking away from my situation naked, and it was mm-hmm. I just walked away naked, like I didn't. After all the money, after all the guys, after all the one night stands and all the party, all the money, all the everything, then what do you have? What do you have left? You're empty. You. And I thought, I'm absolutely so glad that God changed my life, changed my mind, because everything I learned from here, this call, and my experiences, I have to now give to my kids when they call me and say, right. Mommy, I'm tired. I want to give up. What? Mommy, I don't know about my life. I just heard that this week. My daughter going through some changes. I don't know about this no more. I have mm-hmm. to take my experiences and my life, and I have to now tell my kids. So I'm yeah. so glad that I changed, and I'm not running the streets and all that craziness like I used to. Right. I can imagine that 56 years old still cutting up. Yeah, it's a real thing, now. God brought me here for a different for for a purpose. So all that yeah. stuff that went in. Mm mm mm. I'm so glad God has changed my life. Praise the Lord. Yeah. It's a real thing, man. It's a real thing. 
And at the end of the day, when you start to recognize that you sin, you quit tripping. You'd be like, oh, it's all, it's all good. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. This is Prosperous <clears throat> Ruthann. Ruthann is one of the reasons why I'm on this call seven, six <laughs> years later. She, I, I don't know if you remember me. We we went to Del Mar Elementary School. I always remember Ruthann, and we love some now and laters. I love you, girl. Love you, love you, love you. So proud of you. Um, I just wanted to say good morning. And, um, you know, I didn't hear all of the declaration, but I did. I have always noticed a sweetness about um, Black China, if that's what you we're talking about. Um, and praise God. And I, I, I just think of the scripture had come to me like 10 minutes ago. There's nothing new under the sun. And I'm reminded if I had cameras, and that's why I don't ever... I don't have any desire to be in the public eye. I just don't, you know, because of how the media can distort and do all sorts of things. Um, but it sounds like she came to terms that she agreed to do some of those things. But um, we all did things. It's just if the cameras were following me around in my 20s, <laughs> I don't know what, you know, what I would be looked at like. You know, not that I was doing a whole bunch, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's just anything. So, I just thank God that his love is patient and kind and he grooms us. And then just, um, I get to be at 55 years old talking to my mom, who's 86 and saying, mom, you knew all that all along. Like we talk and I just, it's such a blessing to me. Like three years later, she was not well and she's so strong and we laugh and reflect on life. And mom, remember you told me this, but I had to keep living and, I mean, it's just such a blessing. So I don't want to go off a tangent. <laughs> I love you guys. Have a blessed love day. Love you, babe. Thank you for sharing. Hey, Pam. Girl Scout for life. <laughs> that? Yes, girl. <laughs> yes, Girl Scout. <laughs> Hilarious. Hey, man. Anybody else? Anybody? Anybody? Amen. Hey, 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 it's me. Sorry. Hey, hey, hey. You know, as you were sharing, and I felt the dig and the plow and the, and then the, you know, bam, here it is, right? Um, following you just like at the edge of my seat. And um, I want to say something to the people who have um, no idea who Black China is, like me, but I'm thankful for the internet and Google. And so when this call is over, I am going to Google her and I am going to find out a little bit more about her so I know how to pray for her and others like her. Um, and it will open a door, uh, um, a, a conversation, not that I, I, I mean, I can talk to my grandkids. It'll be a great conversation starter with, um, we'll probably be texting, but with my grandchildren, maybe even with my, maybe with my kids, because they're going to be shocked because I don't know what, you know who that is, <laughs> first of all. But mm-hmm. I want to talk to I want to I want to make a comment to the church folks. My heart, um, my heart, who I'm sent to, is people like Black China, people who, and I don't have to know their lifestyle, but I have the grace to be able to walk people like her through the process of 
unlearning some things and learning who Jesus is and learning how powerful he is and how amazing he is and how much he loves them. I'm also I'm also drawn to people who have been um, hurt inside of the church by people who are church members because the church, mm-hmm. the, the body of Christ, um, we can be ju- very judgmental and and those types of things. So I'm 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 called to those people who have who've experienced some type of pain within the body of Christ. And I'm also called though to to people who just are they want out. They're tired of the religion and they're tired of the same old, same old and not getting any results. And you know, um but but here's what I want to say to the folks that, you know, um we may not never see somebody with the caliber and the status of Black China and other people, but best you believe there are people that God has sent, born again, Mm -hmm. baptized believers who love God, who have been sent in the industry. They've been Mm -hmm. sent to the industry to do specific things like this. Now, Mm -hmm. somebody had to, or several people, because some plant some water, somebody told her or reminded her about who God is. And what mm-hmm. he can do in our life. And so mm-hmm. for, for those of us who've been in church for a while, we think people are supposed to get it overnight. And they just supposed to, everything is supposed to. Right. It took her a whole year to, what you mean? How long did it take you to get that your part. breakthrough? Right? Part. And so, so what I want us to learn to do is to be kind to people. And to be patient, that's what that's one of the fruit of the spirit is patience and kindness and long suffering. As people begin their journey, don't be so quick to try to tell them where they should be. You don't know all of their story. Love them. Love them to wholeness. When you get, don't beat them over the head with salvation. But like if you're really bothered by them, maybe they're your project. And perhaps you should pray to the Lord and ask him for wisdom so that you'll know how to minister to them. Because they're going to need some people to love them. Just like you, we needed people to love us and to kindly and gently um, lead us to, um, to the Christ, to the God who is able to complete the work in them. It never happens overnight, y'all. And so I want us to learn as we, as we, I want us to unlearn a perverted um, identity of being judgmental. I want us to take that off, pulling aside, every, laying aside every weight that is so easily beset among. They're coming, but are we ready yeah. to receive them? Mm-hmm. Phil talked about, Dr. Phil talked about the great revival. It just shows that the great revival, maybe it won't look like the college students that have been, I don't know if they're still sure. praying, but, but revival? It's coming, y'all. Revival is here. Are it's you here. ready? Revival mm-hmm. is here. Are you ready to receive? Are you ready to transfer some of the knowledge that you have? That's, That's it. Uh, I remember one time Phil said, um, if if R. Kelly, who we know is perverted naturally and sexually, if he walked up to you right now today, would you be so busy condemning him to hell that you wouldn't be able to give him a word of encouragement or walk him through the steps of um, walking into salvation from his place of perversion? Because he was a whole pervert and had built a whole squad to protect his perversion. But would that be all you see? It, it, like somebody, somebody even said, I just saw it a second ago on Facebook, they was talking about, um, you found it? Okay, thanks, sis. Um, 
talking about don't nobody care about her getting baptized. Her her reputation is already tarnished. How dare you? Who you think you are? <laughs> so if God delivered you, you wouldn't be delivered? That's a lot of nerves. But we have to be prepared. We have to be equipped um, for people who come out of places, who come out of things. And we have to not um, judge them. Like, we don't want to be judged. You don't want to be judged for your raggedy life. Your life was ratchet. You you might have snuck. You might not have been on yes, on Facebook and Instagram, but you 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 was a whole hoe. Quit playing. You was a whole dope thing. Lordy. And this is a prayer hey. call. This is real stuff. Good morning. Good morning. It's it's Krishanda. I just wanted to say Amen to all of that. Um, and thank you God for His love. And um, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be blessings, great declaration. Love you. Listen, no, let me let me make y'all laugh quick. Wait, let me let me tell let me make y'all laugh before you tell all your business. I'm gonna tell some of mine. Yesterday, I went I went to the post office, and my little brother used to call himself trying to hustle, right? And so I used to go to the set. And when they, when the, when all the kids would see me coming, they'd start screaming, "Mark, is your sister coming? Your sister coming?" And so there was this dude. I ain't gonna say his name publicly, but I don't know what my brother had done, but he slapped my brother in his face on the block. Well, when I found out he slapped my brother on the block, I went and got my pistol. I put it in my lap. I drove down to the set. I told everybody on the set that I was looking for him. I finally found him, pistol in lap. Now, this is me, church lady, today. (laughs) I pulled up on him on the set. Now, I'm a girl, just as crazy as a road lizard. And I tapped my pistol that was sitting in my lap and told him to get in my car. I drove him to my mother's house and made him apologize to my mama, apologize to my brother, take my brother back to the set because he had told some boys, if you if you beat him up, I'm going to give you $500. I made him take all of it back. Do y'all know he could have killed me? That's first of all. He could have beat me up. It is all of the stuff. I walked in the post office yesterday, and when he looked up and he saw me, he said, hey, Miss Dion, I was like, Jesus, you have brought me so far. I'm grateful. My ratchet, hood, ghetto, raggedy, treacherous little life. But still, he uses me. But still, I'm sent here. But still, there's an assignment on my life. But still, all of those things were necessary for this hour. But still. Still, he still gets glory out of my life. It doesn't have anything to do with what I did. It all prepared me for that. Twenty years later, this boy talking about, "Hey, Miss Dion, <laughs> who who is that about to talk?" Go ahead. I just had to tell on my. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, hey, Dion. Friend. That's why you. That's why you. You're called the radical midwife <sighs> because you bring the same noise. Here, you bring the, the same, same noise, the same you know, sound. <laughs> yeah, you used to say all the time that we need to be the Jesus that someone needs to see. We got to be the Jesus that someone. We may be the only mm-hmm. 
if it's we could true. just show God is love, if we could just show love to everybody we encounter. Mm-hmm. It's true. We don't have to be preachy. We don't have to be just show love because that's all the world needs is love. If we could just show love. Declaration, great conversation. Love you all. God bless. <laughs> love you too, Prince. <laughs> Who is that that's building a she shed? Mute your phone or talk. One of these. Dion. Yeah. I just wanted to add about what you were talking about, R. Kelly. He's one of my favorite singers of my entire life. And um, but I used to, and I haven't really listened to much of his music because of everything that happened. But I I heard him even in his music, like you know, I, there's certain songs that I just have never had a desire to listen to. I'll fast forward that or whatever. But there were songs he had saying like prayer changes, like you, I could hear his struggle. I didn't know all that was going on back when I was listening to him, and even during. But um, you're right. We have to pray for the, We got to pray for people. It's important. It's important. Somebody pray for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> this is this is Lisa again. Um, um, Ken, you said some stuff that was so powerful. Um, this yeah. this this whole thing is a playback that you know. Um, believers, unbelievers alike, just going back and listening to it, just to remind us, um, especially believers, um, of the importance of what I would like to say, discipleship. That's one of our charges to make disciples, and and disciple-making is not making disciples after us and not patterning it after the Christianity that we've come to know as what it is today, which is super judgmental. Um, super yeah. critical, super religious, right? Um, mm-hmm. And thinking about that, what what I've really learned is we've taught people how to do church, right? right? Opposed to how to be in the church. And so now when we lead people to Christ, it's about or it should be about teaching them not about stop doing what they're doing, but mm-hmm. about being in relationship. Yeah, telling them about that stuff is not um, pleasing before God and that he's not pleased with it, but that has to be a conviction on their own selves, right? And you said it. People aren't going to get it till they get it. Mm-hmm. Their eyes of what is truth to them and what convicts them and what they do want to do and what they don't want to do, what we do want to do and what we don't want to do is not going to come open till the eyes of our own understanding is enlightened. And yep. so that thing hits us, and until we get it, we're not going to get it. Even mm-hmm. with our confession, we can believe intellectually, but until we get it, we're not going to get it. And at that point of understanding and illumination and revelation, when when we get when our eyes get open and we know, mm-hmm. we know, <laughs> it's real. It's no, real, right? And there's no going back. There's no turning back. And no matter no matter what nobody says, or no matter what situation happens, or no matter what, we're we're there. Yeah. So it's just loving people till we all get to there and beyond. It's going from faith to faith and glory to like glory. It. Yeah. But whatever you're there yeah. is, is yours. Nobody can make it. Right. Your, that's it. I can't pinpoint what yours is. Right. Yeah. And, and that is what that process looks like. It's different for everybody. Sure. 
So it's when we truth. do get the fish, instead of trying to make sure we catch them clean, the fish ain't clean when we catch them. Okay. Mm-hmm. The fish is not clean when they're caught. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm talking to me and everybody that's been in the church for so long that we've made it hard when Jesus opened the door and said, come, he that will come. And they yeah. get there and we close it. Uh-uh, not you. Uh, <laughs> no, nope, nope, not you. you. <laughs> nope, he didn't mean you. No, nope. we made it so difficult. And as a result, we're making our job hard now in these last days. But God, I thank God for the time of revival. So we, we got some work to do instead of working against him. Yeah. With our mean mental self. Right. It won't even mean to be. When yeah. when I said that the last will be first, we're gonna look around and see a whole bunch of folks we thought weren't worthy ahead, <laughs> and be faulted. And a whole bunch we thought was up there and on top because they not uh, some of our nasty hearts back there. Like yeah. you making you you almost in the smoking section. <laughs> <laughs> you made it in. <laughs> you said the smoking right. section. Hilarious. <laughs> It's true, though. Yeah. It's the truth. You know what I mean? Ain't no heaven, but you just barely make it in. Who want to do that? I ain't trying to do that. We make it in by our confession, of sure. Mm-hmm. It's being a little funny, but I don't want to make it in just because I believe. I want to make it in the fullness of everything. Right. I don't want to be in the, the uh, on the mezzanine area. I'm cool. Right. Barely making it in just by y'all are what. All in a nosebleed section where you can't even see the set. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> but, and not experiencing the fullness of what salvation means and this gift of kingdom sonship means and mm-hmm. so much more than just going to church and Sunday stuff and just our confession beyond that, the relationship. So instead of just telling everybody, don't do this and don't do that, don't do this and don't do that, let's say everybody work on our relationship with him and we'll see those things start to fade away and fall off and then we won't want to do them because of our relationship with him, I promise. And that's all. The goodness of the Lord that leads men to repentance is what the word says. He's been so good to me, I don't even want to do some of those things. Yeah, talking about I'm cool. I ain't doing that. That's my favorite thing to say. I don't want to. No, I was just going to say, as Lisa was speaking, I was thinking about, too, like being the light and, and especially in this, this time that we're in, in our, well, me, 55, that's the halfway, well, even the halfway mark, but what I've that's shown... It is. Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> but what I've shown, like my children and nieces and nephews and stuff, they can see, not church them to death, even though they went to church, but for them to understand what it looks like and um, making it better. So we remember what Galatians 6 and 1, I think to me, that's the most overlooked scripture that some believers, because, you know, you want to get people together and you want to, but are you being kind? Because you too, and you made a good point. A lot of us used to be some stuff. Some of us probably still are acting in some areas that we we um, judge others for, but it's just not, you know, on a platform. That secret stuff that we don't think nobody knows, the only person that really matters knows because <laughs> you can't sneak. He knows everything we do, all that secret mm-hmm. stuff. And like you said, when you said it may not be drunk with alcohol, but what are you doing? 
if you're not pill popping or or um, edibles or food, because that's one too, shopping, gambling, whatever it is. But we have to be kinder. We have to. There's no way around this thing. And judging others for the stuff that we have selective amnesia for, that's not helping nobody either. So it is to be a light. It is. And and oh my little Benji made me. Let me let me go. He's two years old. I think you think I gave birth to him, but I really didn't. So <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, Dion. This is Tracy. Hey. Good morning. Oh my God, that was powerful. I mean, I haven't been watching social media, paying attention, but I'm going to be transparent. I used to be in Black China without being a celebrity. And I remembered maybe a couple of months ago talking to one of my high school friends that's a really good friend of mine, and it's over 50 years of a relationship. And she said, my husband still knows about what we used to do when we were kids. I said, well, I'm not no longer there. And God has transformed me and moved me and changed my identity. So I don't care what he or anybody else wants to say. That's my past. My past is in my past, and he's moved me into a different area in my life where he used that platform where I was to be able to go out um, years ago when I was living in New York and be able to minister to women um, in a strip club with a bunch of other women that were ministers and were trying to, you know, get people off the streets. But, you know, you can't do it by yourself, so you have a ministry. And I'm like, I was qualified to be able to go out and minister to these women because I lived it. I know what they feel. I know the fear of when you're in the streets and you have a tent and you, you know, all of that stuff. But I'm just saying this to say, I'm just grateful for this call, right? And I told the person, I said, I connected you to powerful women that are, that are God anointed and appointed that I have, been, I have connected you to the same resources that I had. I chose to utilize them. If you didn't choose to utilize them, I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to just keep praying, but I'm not judgmental. I'm just not in that same space. And I give God all the glory and honor. And he's still working on me. He's moved me from, you know, place to place. But I'm just grateful that I'm not where I used to be. And I had to surrender because I was tired. I had to throw my hands up and say, God, please help me. Because if I didn't give my life to Christ or he didn't, touched me to where he came. Like, I saw the light. I remember the day where I was a God, I surrender all to you. And from that day, my life has completely changed and it's continuously changing. And I'm not ashamed of anything that I used to do because what I used to do, he prepared me for now. So I'm just grateful. So thank you so much. It's the truth. Very good. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. And I'm, for one, super proud of you, child. You've come so far, so fast, faster than you give yourself credit for. Amen. Anybody else? I'm I'm proud of I'm proud of you too, Sister Tracy. Had no idea. I mean, that's healing when you speak something out like that into the, like I just believe that when you like this uh, when you speak it out, it's like the enemy has no power anymore. It's come in. I mean, we're two or more gathered there. He is in the midst. I think it's beautiful. Um, and then, oh. Pastor, I cannot get over what you did. I'm still trying to picture you. This is crazy. I'm trying Ooh, to picture, but he makes things. He makes us new. He makes oh us God. new. 
when I'm I saw him, yeah. I came picture. you. <laughs> I wanted to climb underneath the uh the little post office cabinet. I said, oh, I I just ooh, and I hadn't trained him in like twenty years. <laughs> Literally, I was like, <laughs> Mom, man, I ain't had no he remembered? He was like, oh, hey. absolutely, he remembered. <laughs> you could see the face. <laughs> oh yeah, he remembered all right. <laughs> Wow. That's why I called her Miss Dion. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you remember. <laughs> and did and he listen, start shaking when he saw you? <laughs> listen, he, he got on that name. About, about the brother. How, hey, how's your how's your little brother doing? <laughs> oh, I said, I am so shy. Oh, I was shy. Oh, I was shame, 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 shame. I said, Lord, thank you. That he, I'm just grateful that he kept me. That's all I got. He kept me because he could have went a whole nother way. I got stories for days. If y'all knew some of the stuff that he kept me through, y'all be like, you ain't saved. <laughs> Girl, you and me both. No, 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 Pammy. I, you, you don't understand, honey, but it's okay. <laughs> I, I guarantee <laughs> It, did, it didn't look nothing like this foolishness I had going on. <laughs> Anybody else got anything? Oh, thank you, Dion. And that's why, for your own, our own personal worship, nobody should have to crimp and cry you to thank him from where he brought you from, how he kept you, how he's keeping you. <laughs> Baby. Mm. That's all I can say. Shall. <laughs> I mean, he kept me crazy self. This is crazy. Hey, man, anybody else before we go? <laughs> Good morning, be honest, Miss D. I just want to say hello. Hey, Miss D. Good morning. Good morning. God is Good everlasting. Everlasting. Yes, I couldn't even talk that COVID had me. I think it's over for three, after oh, three days. Yeah. That's how good God is. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Lord. I'm glad you're feeling better. Amen. Glad you're feeling better. Man, because that, that, look, and that thing's still out here. Y'all better be paying attention. That thing, I got two or three folks around me that got the cooties. I said, Lord Jesus. Amen. Anybody else? It's uh, just about five minutes to the hour, and we're going to get ready to release the call. I'll give a last Ali Ali Oxen free. Okay, Dion, I ain't going to comment no more, but I wanted to tell you when you said everything changes, even a cat mask in a social uh, eat or eating place when somebody step in the room. Listen. A cat mask. <laughs> Listen, it's a real thing. Everything changes. Everything, everything. Amen. Well, y'all, if there's nothing else, I pray that you have an amazing, amazing day, that you remember that you are important, you are relevant, you are necessary. You, Everything you went through was par for the course for your process. Nobody has anywhere to put you, and every single thing was for you. Uh, it, it happened for you, not to you. And as long as you remember that, you will always remember um, that it is uh, and you are necessary. I pray you have an amazing, amazing day. 
and uh, I will meet you all back here, those of you that fast. Um, I will meet you back here at 5 o'clock, and um, we'll just thank God for keeping us and for protecting us. Otherwise, I'll hear you tomorrow morning, same bat station, same bat time. Amen. Have a great day, everybody. Amen. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a yes, wonderful day. Amen. Amen. God bless. Have a great day. Amen. Have a great day. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a blessed day, everyone. Thank you. So long. Bye, we love you too, girlfriend. Have a good day.
don't know what that is. Uh -uh.